I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Coming from a basement to your headphones, barely even know who we are, but changing the unknown in a wild top in the chart. Thank you for downloading the podcast, Theanos. Now, here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, Theanos. I'm Jordan Hall, and I'm joined as always. By a man who always holds his own. It's Eric Wayne. Eric, how are you? I'm strong. I'm healthy. This is take three of the intros. So I'm well practiced. I'm ready to rock on the podcast today, Jordan. The first one, I actually messed up my own name. I don't know that that's ever happened before. Uh, Hello, so, this Eric. Is, uh, yeah. You yeah. did fine. I, just full send. As the kids we've said. made it full time. Uh, so are. I bring up your fighting skills uh, because I was browsing Ooh. the internet this morning, as one does, and I came across something that I'd say is is pretty extraordinary. Um, YouGov just released a new study, which why YouGov is studying this, I, I will never know. Um, but it's a study on what members of the animal kingdom that Americans think they could beat in a fight if they were unarmed. Yes. Are you ready yes. for this? It's actually dumber than even than you would even think. Um, so seventy two percent of people think that they could beat a rat, which that's I mean that's fair enough. Yeah. Only sixty nine. Wait, 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 wait. Who are the who are the balance of those people who don't think they could beat a rat in a fight? I mean, I would assume frail old it's ladies, a, maybe. I mean this this is what twenty three percent. I'm doing math on the fly of people who are wusses. Uh, seventy two. No, it'd be. Oh, 72. I said so. Yeah, so uh, 28. 28. <laughs> Not a math podcast. Um, 30% 28% of people, of people over a quarter, over one in four people don't think they could take a rat in a fight. Like how, uh, how was the rat going to beat you? Right. Give you, bite you and give you rabies. I think that's, that's, a, that's the long game. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Wussification of America. <laughs> Only uh, 30, 30% of Americans think that they could beat an eagle in a fight, which eagles fly. I don't, I don't know how exactly you think that you're beating an eagle. Uh, only 23% think that they could beat a large dog in a fight. And mm. yet 15% think that they could beat a king cobra in a fight. I think... I think people are largely underestimating themselves. Humans are formidable creatures. You think that a human could beat a king cobra in a fight? How? Yeah, absolutely. Get a stick. That's the that's the brains of man. You have used tools. You, you think the average human has has the stick. brains of man enough to beat a, a <laughs> snake in a fight? A venomous snake? Yes. Yes. We survived for millennia as a right. as a wilderness creature. You know, through through skills, endurance running, and sticks, tools. I don't know that endurance yeah, running is helping. That's, that's running away. That's not beating them. We're 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 powerful, agile creatures. Humans, are, humans are good. I think, except for like the very upper echelon predators, humans are the kings of the food chain. I mean, we are we are a dominant species. Speaking of the upper ends of the animal echelon, this is where it it reaches the well. You're just stupid, aren't you? Uh, bracket. Eight percent of Americans think they could take a gorilla. They absolutely could not. Yeah, that's a big no. Eight percent think they could take a lion. 
6% think they could take a grizzly bear, and then jumping back to 8%, 8% think they could take an elephant. Okay, so even if <laughs> even if the elephant is not fighting back, if you're unarmed, how in the world do you think that you're actually ending the life of an elephant? Because I'm almost positive that that is impossible for an unarmed human. I mean, I've eaten an elephant year before, but like that's as close as I've come to beating an elephant. I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's possible either. Um, this has nothing to do with that particular list, but it is another exciting animal story, which I, I seem to be starting the show with every week at this point. Uh, did you see the ginor- brand for you. ginormous snake that was pulled out of a lake in southern Indiana this week? No, no. It had to have been 10 feet long in a lake in Indiana. I'm never going in a lake again. I mean, that that is what that comes down to. Um, I feel like snakes have an outsized uh, fear factor for their weight. I think they punch above their weight for for fear because they're they're just creepy crawly. They seem they seem surreal in a way. They I would 100 percent agree out. with that. But if if I saw any creature that was that long in a body of water, I'm not going in that body of water. Uh, yeah, fine. Lakes are overrated. Yeah, just yeah, just stick with know. ocean beaches. That's that's where I'm the not nice. Going in the ocean is. either. That's where the sharks live. Oh come on, don't be a wuss. Sharks don't go into our world. I'm not going into their world. I think that's that's fair. Most people never have their arm bitten off. There's not a lot of Brittany Hamiltons in the world. You're fine. That's true. That is true. If you want to get in touch with us or the show, you can. I am at. Hosted by Jay Hall on Twitter and Instagram. Eric is at Eric Wayne's Brain, and the show is at Podcastianos. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the Podcastianos. So, Eric, in the last 12 days, we have f- placed five guys on the IL, including two fifths of the designed rotation from the start of the year. Uh, another fifth of that rotation has had his rehab progress shut down, and another fifth of it is, and I quote here, eyeing beginning a throwing program. Uh, the luck, it hasn't been so good lately. You know, it's just sad to see people are appealing to the, our pets, our pets heads are falling off dumb and dumber line. And it does feel like we're just a little stricken by some deity of some sort. I don't know. What do you make of it all? Are we just unlucky? Is this a systemic thing? What's going on? But yeah, four out of five starters, boom, boom. Five out of six starters, really. I mean, Ham or uh, Alexander. It's just, it's bad news. I, I, I don't, I don't give any credence to it being uh, a systemic issue. I don't, I don't think that there's Mm -hmm. something that our pitchers are doing that is causing this. That others. I mean, it's. I love Chris Fetter. You know that, but it's not exactly like he is. making them do something that is wildly different from every other team you're or not, organization. You're not willing to assign any blame to Chris Fetter. I should have known well, that. I mean, how about to the that... uh, how about to the training staff or about who's making these throwing programs? Is it is this the thing we should be looking at? No, I don't I don't think so. I think it's I think it's dumb luck. I bad I luck. Tend to agree with you. Um if we are going to assign blame, I mean, we might as well go to the person that's selecting these arms. <laughs> I, well, I, of course, am, am kind of kidding. Like, obviously, we everyone wants to blame Alavila for everything, yeah. but I mean, there is a little bit of something to that. We we knew there was injury risk with Casey Mize. Um, there was obviously injury risk with with Eduardo Rodriguez and the whole Michael Pineda thing. Like, I mean, you can't plan for that. He he's going to do what he's going to do on the bump. Yeah, I you know I did see some people say uh, with Mize getting hurt. That's why you never take pitchers one one. And I was like, is that true? I mean, don't teams take pitchers one one all the time? And aren't they relatively good? I should yeah, look. At I don't. I don't didn't have any issue with the pick. I still don't. There was just always a little bit of that injury risk that had to be factored into the makeup. I mean, I think you could make a case that some of the other guys behind him maybe at this point, like if you were redrafting, you would go a different direction. But at the time, like, he was by far the clear-cut number yeah. one, right? Yeah. I mean, it's revisionist history to have said yeah. anything else. Yeah, questioning the Mize pick is definitely second-guessing. It's not first-guessing. 
you know, it's no, definitely not. Uh, it, my has shown every capacity to represent one, one value. He's got the stuff. It's just, he got freaking hurt. You know what happens? Yeah. And sometimes guys get hurt. Sometimes injuries do rail promising careers. Like that, yeah. that happens. That's not something you can, you know, have foreseen ahead of time. Uh, I feel like we're starting to see growing restlessness, at least on Twitter with AJ. Um, are you jumping yeah. in that boat yet? No, uh, no. I mean, you can see from the man's interviews from, uh, it seems like the respect he seems to get from his players. He is not uh, easily uh, flustered. He's not easily discouraged. It seems like he stays the course. Here's what we're doing. We're He's consistent with his players. He's consistent with the media. I mean, just that presence he seems to have about him is all the makings of a very good manager. Obviously, he's won a World Series. He knows what he's doing. Um, we, you know, we used to crab about Leland's tactics quite a bit until the Miguel Cabrera pinch hit situation. I have not seen really anyone question Hinch's tactics. Have I saw you- some when he pinched hit miggy for castro the other yeah that's what that's exactly the what i was referencing like until then i hadn't seen much oh prior to that no yeah 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 yeah, i follow you yeah i don't do what do you this is a little bit of an aside but what would you have done i'd let harold hit like i know that sounds insane because it's harold and it's miggy but like I mean, he's been about as good as any player that we have over the last, what, like two, three weeks. Speaking of revision, revisionist history, come on. I mean, that's I, a, a second best situation. Did you think I don't, before? I don't know. Do you think, were you watching? Did you think before that you should have? Really? I don't know. He, I, I mean, I'm maybe a little bit more of a believer in a hot hand than most. Right. So, but I mean, he had, he had been basically the only good player we had that night. Yep. Know, let's be honest, pretty much the only good player we've had over the last couple of weeks. Um, I don't know. At, at the end of the day, it's very hard to tell what I would have done. Did you ever situation. see the Larry David gif where he's, gif where he's like, ah, once I, I was reenacting yeah. that gif in my mind. because like, ah, I don't know. That is a pretty good job of reenacting, I would say. Yeah. Eh, well, I don't know. I, I legitimately did not know. I could see it either way. Um, yeah, the left-right matchup thing. And you're going to, not a slouch, you're going to our very best hitter. Oh, next to Harold, maybe. Um, but uh, a Hall <laughs> of Famer, like, it's not a downside. And if you look at the results, he got punched out on a ball. Yeah. Now, I mean, it was that, close, that but it was, he did get punched out on a ball that would have walked it. I mean, that would have walked in the um, leading run. So, yeah. He didn't do anything yeah. bad. I don't think Hinch would. I think I don't think you can bust Hinch's balls too much for that. I think what it comes down to with AJ right now is that we are in a culture that you're either a moron or a savant, <laughs> right. and he is he is for sure. Like I think he is much closer to the savant end of the spectrum, but he he's not like. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of your. He's not Pep, the the Pep Guardiola of baseball. He he just isn't. But he is a very good manager. Um, mm-hmm. He has been given a very weird hand. Not even, like it's obviously a bad hand, but it's it's a weird hand that he's been dealt this year. Yeah. Um. And like he has one starter just, and no offense. <laughs> yeah. And we're we've won three of the last. We're recording Friday afternoon. We still won three of the last five. Um. So. I don't know. I'm I'm not there with AJ. Starting to get there a little with Javi. Javi has so when when he, we when we signed him, uh, he came from the Cubs, and I know a lot of Cubs fans based on where I live. And mm-hmm. they said that the Javi Baez experience is um, a is a one. unique one. We yeah. are we are living definitely part of that. Um, he has started to grow a very vocal uh, opposition on on Twitter, which is is fair enough. He's been he's been very very bad. Um, where are you at on the Javi thing? Are you, are you going full Justin Upton on him, on him yet? His approach at the plate looks messy. He swings at pitches. He has no business swinging at. Yeah, um, but he's, he's always been that way. We, I, we, that was what we were getting. Yeah. He's athletic. He can yeah. catch the ball for you. He's going to make some spectacular plays. Um, I, I want to see the full Javi Baez experience for a whole year. So far, we have bad Javi. 
I'm assuming, and we've seen flashes of it, but there may be good Javi just around the corner. Let's hope. Yeah. For that. And when it's good, it's, I think it's going to be really, when really good. When it's good, it's really good. Yeah. Speaking of good around the corner, we are coming into Jonathan Scope's favorite month. He's heating, heating up a little yeah, bit. Uh, cool. I, I think they're, I think there could be a big, big June ahead of us for for Jonathan Scope. There's been, there's been some signs of life with a, with a couple guys. Mickey, Mickey has actually been pretty good. Harold obviously is a MVP candidate over the last. I kid, obviously. Um, so I do want to before we jump into the the offensive woes, I, I want to start. I want to go back to Scooble. He is, according to Fangraphs, second in baseball in pitching WAR. He's phenomenal. What was it? Twenty one scoreless consecutive scoreless innings he we have one healthy pitcher starting pitcher that we started the year with but he's a legitimate ace scoobles yeah. are ace you forget my you called whatever. him an assassin when we were texting one time which that is such an apt description like he really is i, I love that he's thought. he's the baby face assassin he looks like a middle schooler and will mow you down like a merciless mission uh mercenary i love him he's an assassin <laughs> He so is, good. of course, uh, the only Tiger that ranks in the top 25 at their position, according to Fangraph War, which yeah. that's not great. We, we could we could improve that. Yeah. But the thing is, even with all the bumps with the starting pitching, even with all of that, like our run prevention is fine. We are yep. preventing no runs issues. just fine. Our bullpen is it's a cruel joke of fate because we have essentially an elite bullpen it's first or second in the al the bullpen is phenomenal um and actually with all the bumps with the starters they've been okay brisky's been okay fido's been okay and then they're not even um elvin rodriguez the other day like he gave up that that's grand slam in the first but then he was Okay, we're finding some pieces that are getting us through. The, that's none of that is the problem. The pitching is not the problem. The problem is we can't score any freaking runs. We scored yeah, like and, thirty and, some runs fewer than the second worst offense in the AL. That is. I'm going on a tangent. I'm, I'm is, getting ahead of myself. Yeah. We're supposed to be talking about Scooble. Scooble's great. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess that that's probably the let's let's jump back into the the negativity. Um, do you think that the breakthrough is right around the corner? I feel like I've seen the, there's two camps on Twitter. One camp is it's right around the corner, and the other is pack it in. The season's done. There's not a whole lot of people in the middle. Where do you where do you come down on that? Let's go down our lineup, and you tell me if you can expect more of the same or you would expect improvement. Okay. All right. Tucker Barnhart at catcher. Probably more yeah, you could expect Bad. more of the same. Yeah, yeah. Bad example. Yeah. Spencer Torkelson. I think Only you could up. expect improvement. Yeah, the rocket yeah. emoji. Uh, Jonathan Scope. Imp- I think you know where I come down you on that one. You could expect improvement. Javi Baez. Uh, there has to be improvement. Improvement. Uh, Jamer Candelario. Improvement. Improvement. He's batting 187 with a little bit of power, with, with some power, but he could be better. Willie Castro. Yeah, you might accept. Eh, You'd be happy with yeah. more of the same. Derek Hill. You'd be happy with more of the same. Robbie Grossman. Room for improvement. I have in, in my notes the whole – um weekly edition of do we need to have a talk about and this week it is of course Robbie Grossman but no he, Robbie will be fine if he gets back to his averages standard Robbie territory it would be an improvement Miguel Cabrera you're delighted with what you have so yep. I mean if anything you could see a little regression with Miguel but so we got mm-hmm. one regression three or four is about the same and a bunch of it's probably going to get better Austin Meadows better. I mean, the offense is going to get better. It's got to get better. I think the, the question is, is we're 20, what, 27% of the way through the season. Oh, we shot ourselves in the foot. Once, ag- once again, dug ourselves a massive hole. We're, we're 10 and a half back in the central. I mean, that seems pretty lost. Um, I think we're only 
it looks like yeah we're eight eight back of the the second wild card in the al east um excuse me the third wild card unfortunately we have to jump literally everybody but kansas city Uh, there's some (laughs) there's some not particularly great teams above us that that would be jumpable Um, well here's the thing we could go on an 11 game winning streak and we would be then 500 it's not good it's not good Oh. Yeah. No, it's too big of a hole. I mean, playoffs are not in the cards. I, I I should be more hopeful for the sake of watching baseball and the sake of this podcast and the sake of the franchise and everything else. But I, there's no foreseeable way we make the playoffs this year. We we turned it on in the second half or the second part of the season last year and played really good baseball, and it still wasn't enough. How's it going to be this year? Yeah, we start I'm winning. Not, I'm and- not closing. I'm not closing the door, but it, it has to start immediately, which, I mean, like I said, we've won three of the last five. It has started, but, I mean, it's unlikely. For me, the door is, the door. you know, find the highlights, find what you enjoy, you do what you want to watch, but I, the playoffs are not going to be a thing, especially with the starters. Like, uh, our fill-in starters are going to have more bumps. I don't see Mize and Manning back anytime soon. Do you? Mm. No. Every new, and every bit of news you we get talked is about bad. regression due to to guys like Miggy and Willie Castro. I mean, there's probably some regression coming for Fayetto and, and Bo Brisky. For sure, they. I don't know that they're as good as they. And you know, maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully, I'm wrong. But Fayetto's I'm probably not dynamite. Fayetto's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, I do before we jump into to power rankings. I do want to talk about Wilmer Flores. Um, yeah. I know you're wondering. Is he the brother of Wilmer Flores? He he sure is. Um, the the does he play for the Diamondbacks? Is that where he's at? The the like yeah. utility guy that's been knocking around forever. Um, Wilmer, our Wilmer is twenty one. Uh, he was born in two thousand one, which makes is this a Wander products. Franco situation where all the brothers are named Wander or Will or Wilmer 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 it, it could be yeah um yeah and there's the the mesas victor and victor victor mesa um i actually saw one of the one of the mesas uh in south bend a couple weeks ago playing for oh. i don't know whatever team that was uh but anyway he he started the year uh at, at west michigan mm-hmm. like a house on fire yeah, dynamite. he has moved up to um erie and his 14 strikeouts in nine innings uh, he seems like a guy that just has has no fear. The stuff is developing quickly. I, I see him shooting up our, our prospect board in a hurry, and he seems to be kind of the the uh, the darling of all the guys that follow Tigers minor leaguers that I trust. Mm, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like yeah. they all love him, and without having seen him too much of my own, I'm like, all right, I'm in. I love him too. He's definitely got the uh, the hair flow going. He looks like you know. A character. He looks like a guy. He's got a little uh, Tim Lincecum look to him. <laughs> yeah, he does. Which, I mean, we could do worse. There you go. Yeah, um, we need a before few. Before we move on. We need oh. a few surprises. We need a little bit of happiness. You know, just somehow. The way, the way he's going and the way we're going. I mean, <laughs> who knows when he's yeah, going to make his debut. Seriously. It could be, could be July. Uh, do you want to talk about Robbie? I mean, we kind of touched on him, but. Um... Robbie. um He's, you know, you wouldn't think his plate approach would slump so much, but he's just not hitting the ball at, at all. No home runs, um, just not a lot of power, and he looks, he looks sad out there. He does. So I, he's. I wish I knew it to attribute the quotes though. It it doesn't look. It doesn't seem like he's too awfully concerned. It kind of seems I'm, like yeah, it'll. It'll, it'll come around. Uh, walk rate, of course, is at career averages because what is he always going to do? He's always yeah. going to walk. Yeah, no home runs. Yeah. When it comes to not swinging, year. when it comes to not swinging, Robbie is very good at not swinging. Yeah. But I still he needs him. to make he's, his swing. He's still probably my favorite player. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So tying a bow on Robbie, he's going to be fine. He, he just has to be. What's the up? crazy thing is, is his uh, his batting average on balls and play is actually higher than it has been over the last couple of years. So, yeah. need more contact, Robbie. All right. Anything else before we move on? No. Let's get to uh, power rankings today. Uh, I have for you Jordan Hall. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Let's have it, Jordan. You're gonna take taking Bye. the co-pilots of the power ranking is taking over the, the yoke. Yeah, I'm 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 just trying to live up to the lofty standard that you have set over, yeah. over all of these years. That um, shall not be hard. So I, 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 you may have done this one. I can't remember. I mean, we've done like a hundred and some episodes. There, <laughs> it's there's been, been a lot. There's been several power rankings. Um, so I went with the lowest tier of fast food restaurants. Okay, we're so, you know, you got your it. Culver's. Yeah. It's not so much in terms of quality. It's just in terms of format. So you got Culver's where like you know you order, they give you the number. Yeah. What would that be like fast casual something yeah. like that? We're not this talking like, any uh, plastic numbered tents here, right? Yeah, no, no, no tents anywhere. No. This is you likely, um, you know, you get in your your car, you sit in a drive through, you take it out. Yes, with a few with a few exceptions. This is not fast right. casual. This is straight up. No, this is fast food. Yes, fast I'm tracking food. with you. I'm I'm eager for this. All right, so let's start with number seven. It is McDonald's. Kind of the Ooh, standard low, bearer. Low. Yeah, you think All right. so? All right. I don't know. We'll see. Um, McDonald's is kind of why we have this power rankings, right? Like they, uh, they kind of invented the format, if you will. Um, I think they're the top option in like the burger and fry category. Hmm. You know, they're better than Wendy's. They're better than wow. certainly better than Burger King. Um, fries and the Coke, clearly both elite. And I'm always uh, in on a frappe. Um, yeah. McDonald's very very good like there's there's yep. a lot of, of restaurants in this category so even yeah. being on the list is is pretty solid I find McDonald's always goes relatively quickly and they always have it right they always get your your order right so I appreciate those yeah, things I feel like people McDonald's. feel like people crap on the whole like uh, idea of that being a first job but like you're right they they do very well with it relative all right good choice all right all right number six uh Popeye's uh it's it's good chicken it's not great chicken but it's good uh but you know the thing about like even chicken that's just kind of good it's awesome because fried chicken is just awesome um the buffalo uh bayou sauce is chef's kiss they give you a biscuit um and everything comes contained in a box i'm big on like when your food comes in a box i like that i have a confession jordan i have never once been to popeye's you should give it a try. Uh, I think come in with like around. six out of ten expectations, okay. and it'll hit the spot. Yeah, it's good. There was some hype around. They they offered a chicken sandwich for a while that people went nuts for. Um, yeah, I haven't tried that. That was before I moved down here because I mean we obviously don't have Popeyes in Traverse City. So all right, good choice. But I'm making up for lost time. All right, number five is Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. It is. It is. It is delicious. I'm, I'm not going to argue that, but people are so into it that it makes me not makes me want to not be into it. Okay, you know so what I mean? Here, like I, I'm, I'm part of the I'm ahead. part of the Chick Fil A cult. I want Chick Fil A. I love it. Love it's, it. It's good. It's it's very good. Yeah. Um, but I'm always out on things that other people are super into. <laughs> pretty <laughs> much, pretty much across the board. You? You're contrarian. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um. Do the, does the Sunday like say, thing bother you? A Chick Fil A. Uh no it I mean it does always I feel like eighty percent of the time I want Chick Fil A it's on a Sunday okay. like that's just how the world works but it's fine it's whatever I love number Chick-fil-A. five so good that'd be Chick Fil A might be number one for me well let's see what you got uh number four is Zaxby's uh, it's mm. 
copy and paste all the things I said about Popeyes, but the chicken is like eight out of ten good instead of six out of ten good. So Zaxby's is a chicken place. I've never been. I don't. Where do they it's have a more of a like Zaxby's? Uh, Indy is probably the closest one to me. India, so <laughs> Indy as in Indianapolis. Oh, oh. I was saying in- um, India is a long way. That that would be a hike. And it's like it's good chicken, but I wouldn't go to, to India for it. Um, it's better it's, than it's kind of more of a southern thing. Better than Chick Fil A. I would say so. It's just really. Like, I, I, it's just different. Like okay. I'm gonna get nugs at Zaxby's. I'm gonna get a chicken sandwich at Chick Fil A. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, my list is heavily weighted. Part of the chicken, chicken restaurant. A lot of dead chickens out there for you. Yeah, there's more to come. Uh, number three is Jimmy John's. Um, hmm. It's just solid. Like it, it you're ne- you're ba- barely ever gonna have a bad sub there. Like they, they just make good subs, uh, and the Jimmy Peppers are kind of a low key life hack. Like you put those on on any sub, that's that's a, that's a good sub. Yeah, I always go with the number five, the Vito at James Jonathan's. So that's what I go with. <laughs> Plus the the commercials with. Um, uh, what's his name from everyone? Everyone loves Raymond uh, Robert hmm. when he's Tony Bolonovich. Have you seen those? <laughs> no. And he oh, he goes freaking Jimmy's John's. <laughs> those oh yeah, no, I think every single yeah. time. The yeah. bread at Jimmy John's too is mm, yummy. Definitely. We'll get to the bread at sandwich shops a little bit later oh, on. Uh, number two is Moe's Southwestern Grill. I, I um, knew that. I knew you had an excitement for this. Yeah, you can you you can change out Chipotle, Cadoba, whatever. Like uh, bur, bur, your burrito choi- place of choice is my number two for me. It's Moe's. Got the free chips and salsa. I love their chicken. Um, is this truly fast food though? Are are we are we veering into fast casual though? Well, you set some standards Ooh. for these right rankings. I mean, you can't get it from a drive-through. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong here. I I would never I say I don't you're know. Wrong. You don't get a number. Like we, when you leave the cash register, you have okay. everything that you need to leave. But you can't you right? can't drive through. Isn't, no, that, a, you can't. isn't that a marker and of true fast food? You get a drive-through. I'm gonna. I'll give yeah, you a mulligan probably. on this one. It's fine. Well, thanks. There's no. There's um, no and I have tried to eat. Have tried to eat Moe's on on a road trip, like as driving. Ooh. Not a great idea. It's a it's a very difficult food to eat while mobile. For sure. Which, um, yeah. Speaking of, uh, oh, I should let you guess. As as is the custom here, uh, number one l- low casual fast food. Ooh. Do you have a guess? So what's left? What's like Subway's left? Taco Bell is left. Uh, KFC might be left. I'm guessing kind of bougie you're too bougie for taco bell um i i think i think you're gonna say taco bell that's gonna be a mad guess taco I, bell. I do like taco bell but it didn't make the list number one is panda express again Love fast it. casual you're not driving through there's a drive-through is what there? more do you want orange yeah. orange chicken orange chicken orange chicken and lo mein yeah that's the combo that's it let's almost as literally as good as it gets i i love orange chicken and Panda Expresses, I know where you can get it. You can get it there, so it's good. <laughs> so they have a dish that you like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 pretty much. Unfortunately, it. they do not serve Panda, so a little bit of a that's misnomer. Yeah, Chick Fil A, you get chicken. Panda Express, no, no freaking pandas. Shameful. Speaking of bait and pandas, switch. do you ever watch John Oliver? He has a thing against pandas. Oh yeah, they they. They don't uh, do much in the way of breeding. They have a hard time like getting them to do that. So he's like, "Hey, there's nothing wrong with that." So much that hey, you can't don't, even don't judge them for that. You know, a lot of creatures, you know, don't don't judge that. Don't want to get after it. So anyway, Panda Express number one. All right, let's jump to the bottom three. Mm. Um, these are all bad, so it, it was kind of hard to order them. Number three is Subway. Okay, uh, you start with Jared. The tuna Ooh, is for slimy. sure not actually fish. Let's also be honest. Slimy. Um, and I read somewhere, so this this might be incorrect. I can't remember where, but the bread is not legally mm-hmm. allowed to be called yeah. bread in Europe because it has too much sugar. So it's, it's cake, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bread is cake. It's a, it's, it's a fancy. Is it thing. cake? Yes, it uh, is. Second from the worst is Arby's. Uh, there's a reason mm. that it has spawned nihilism. My my offspring love Arby's. They only want to go to Arby's. Gotta have Arby's. Interesting. Yeah. 
even Arby's closer. Is that a real pain? Yeah, in the butt? It's relatively close. You got to chase it a little well, bit. That's good. They got to have the sliders from Arby's. That's the thing they want. Hmm. I like a slider. It's a, it's a sandwich, but smaller. <laughs> yeah. You pretty much nailed what a slider is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number one worst. So Arby's was two. Uh, it's not Taco Subway. What do you think is going to be awful? Um, KFC. Uh, I I don't I don't have I don't have strong feelings one way or the other about KFC. It's Long John Silver's. Come on. so yes. Well, has anybody see, gone to see, Long John Silver's ever? I don't know. We got two of them in South Bend. Are you serious? Who's Apparently going? People do. Who's going to Long John Silver's? I, I have no idea. So seafood is kind of like the highest variant food going. Mm, for sure. In my opinion, good seafood is still terrible. But people who say seafood, good seafood is like it can be like literally make you puke or good. So you're going to take the lowest quality version of that and cook it as quickly as possible and serve it. Nope. I'm out. Absolutely not. Uh, yeah. I in Holland, there used to be a Long John Silver's and I drove past all the time and there was never anybody there. And I'm like, is this a front for like a drug cartel or something? Nobody. Oh, maybe who's it's a good idea. You know, it's starting to, you know, develop mattress firm type conspiracy theories, about this long John Silver's <laughs> wait, there's a, there's a conspiracy that mattress firm runs drugs out of the back. Well, how is it possible that there's so many storefronts for mattress firm and you never, and they're staffing this lights are on how you know who's coming to buy mattresses why is there so many locations interesting i can get behind there's a that. big article about it at you know the atlantic or something is there a documentary about it i'm sure I'd, I'd obviously for sure watch that why the you know it's like the firm like john grisham's the firm only the mattress firm sure <laughs> have you watched the Firefest documentaries i know those are like two or i watched three the netflix old. one yeah it was funny yeah, i watched that last night it was yes. really good yeah uh that's power rankings i believe that's how it, this segment is traditionally uh concluded but up good job all right now tell me what you saw on the side of the road i um i did not do any running we are walking a little bit um i see a lot of people tending to their yards i'm trying oh i saw somebody um I saw an old friend and they, it was a mom and she had just her hands filled with children. Like she's trying to take for a walk and they're just all over. And, and I don't know how I've done this, but I, how do parents do this? It's incredible. And then the, yeah. the child like urinated right on, the, you know, right there, they get diapers and what she's got her hands full and there's PEI, you know, it's a bad deal. All right. Serious question for you. At what age is it no longer acceptable to just pee outside? Uh, I don't know. Do How about this? If you're on a golf course and you don't see a bathroom in sight, will you take a leak at a golf course? Like go behind a tree? No, absolutely not. Even if it's like a fairly out in the woods, you wouldn't? Nah, I'd hold it. <laughs> Wait, as an adult man, have do you pee in nature occasionally? I'm I very a lot rarely of in nature, so no. I, I try my best to of, not be in nature. I know a lot of guys like in the trades, um, you know, they're on a job site or whatever. They'll crack the door of their pickup and they'll just go between the door and the frame of the vehicle and just pee down there and just where, wherever they are. So just like right in the little spot between the door and the frame, just pee. Seems like a high risk, high reward <laughs> strategy. I'm, I'm telling you, could go south. I mean, I need. I'm a little bit of a bashful peer. I need to have some, you know, some safety, some privacy, some privacy. But there's no, yeah. there's no limit for men when you can stop peeing in nature. There's no All limit. Right. That no was upper not limit. The answer I was expecting. No upper. I was limit. thinking like six or something. I don't know. No upper. All limit. right. All right, let's answer some questions. Let's do that. In order to do that, I need to use the internet and click over to the tweet that I had, and that just takes some time. 
And I'm doing that now, and it looks like there's 13 replies, and we'll sort through them. Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcastianos. Here we go. Okay, Here we here's go. a tweet from Mr. Lawn Steakball at Lawn Steakball. He asks, need an extensive, detailed breakdown of the future Mrs. Alex Fiedo. And I don't know what this meant. I said, what is the context of this? Do you know what this is about? I do not. I feel like I should. Sorry, Mr. Steakball. Uh, we got nothing. I'm not sure. We'll do some research. Yeah. Mr. Brightside. I, I say that I, I have no interest yeah, in well, doing we that. We probably will not circle. Do that. the research for us. Um, Mr. Brightside at CSLA88 asks, in my many years of watching Tigers baseball, I've seen countless ads for retractable awnings. Mary Grove, Sunsetter, etc. Yet I have never seen or heard of someone who has one on their house. Am I alone? This can't be a sustainable business. They only belong on campers and RVs. This is a Long John Silver's mattress firm situation. Yeah. What do you make of this? Have you ever seen a with a retractable oh, awning on it? No, but I'm also not a one percenter though. So I mean, maybe. Maybe the rich are, are carrying a, a disproportionate amount of the weight on these sales. See, I thought this would be like a kind of a, a lowbrow thing where you just have mm. your maybe your your double wide or your backyard and your little ranch. You got to have a retractable huh. awning on it. I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to get mattress firm vibes, though. OK, add us if you've ever added a retractable awning to your home because i feel like the, the one on the per, other hand the one percenters have like a pergola or a gazebo or that's something. true yeah um, that's a good point um pizza slayer at jslaw 0809 says i'm a sunsetter guy myself would never buy anyone else of okay course there's maybe one person has a retractable awning on their home um pash fruit at the passion fruit his last name is Pash. That's a sweet name. Uh, asks, the Tigers pitchers have had a lot of arm injuries. Just coincidence or a training staff issue? We've kind of addressed this. Yeah, I'm going to go with, with coincidence or some sort of like uh, witch's curse. I think those kind are probably the, the two most likely. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jared W. at JJW215 asks, who is more likely to disappoint Erod or Baez? Ooh, uh, it, it's a it's a matter of expectations. Um, if you are expecting the Javi Baez experience, I think it'll be Eduardo Rodriguez. If you were expecting Carlos Correa, it's going to be Javi. You know, um, most likely. To, uh, yeah, I yeah I agree with you. Um, David Tell at BDT53 asks, when will Chris fire Avila? There's a lot of presuppositions in that question. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a good question. I, f I feel like we're kind of past the point where if it was going to happen, it was, it'll, it was going to happen. You know what I mean? I feel like, like this is the, this is the main rebuild effort. Like we are, approaching the crest of the um the business cycle let's say for the mm -hmm. tigers and if it doesn't happen on this cycle i don't think it's going to be another break it down and then try again i mean i think yeah it okay. needs to start to crescendo here and if we get another year or two in and there's no clear upward uh trajectory I think he could get fired. Yeah. But it's not going to make sense. Yeah. Uh, GB at Bottle Bottle asks uh, Assuming injuries were make believe, what is the Tigers' best rotation? He suggests Scooble, Turnbull, Mize, Rodriguez, and Manning. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty good. I would put Mize. If injuries are make-believe, I would say Scooble, Mize, Erod, uh, Turnbull, then Manning, Manning, maybe? Yeah. Or maybe Fido. I'd agree with that. Shit. I don't know. 
Fayetto's been good. I still think Fayetto Fayetto is going to be a, a useful weapon. I think it's just going to be out of the bullpen. Not Alexander, which is fine. I hate to say, I think no. Alexander plays up out of the bullpen. I don't for some. I don't. Yeah, and I I like the guy a lot, but he hasn't been before. Even before he got hurt, he wasn't that good this year. Yeah. Um, Hashtag people forget that. Slugwizzy asks. We often hear that MLB doesn't market its stars. A friend of my wife recently matched on a dating app with an MLB All Star slash borderline Hall of Famer, unmarried, thankfully but had no clue who he was, but she knows all the F1 drivers. What can MLB do to make its stars more famous? There's a lot to unpack in this question. Uh, let's start with uh, F1. Have you watched any Formula One? Are you familiar with this at all? I have not, but it is hot in the streets. That's for sure. I watched, uh, I was bored and watched the, all the Netflix drive to survive. That is really what I think is driving a lot of the F1 energy right now. And drive to survive was legitimately entertaining. And it lets you see the personalities. It was less sports and more reality show about this international event um, and you got to, to know these, uh, drivers. Now it was a bit manufactured, like, okay, we're going to follow Daniel Ricardo and he's going to jump off this rock into the water. It's a metaphor. And so it was a little bit, a lot bit, it was a lot bit produced, but you got a front row seat. What does baseball do to, um, get that kind of juice going how what kind of reality stuff do they do nothing nothing i mean you have podcasts like uh ben verlanders yeah. and the cespedes family like those are the guys that are kind of driving yeah and uh pitching ninja those, those that is what's driving interest in the game like those are the yeah. only people trying to make baseball in respect to yeah. with all respect to ben verlander and the, the cespedes family guys who i i think are great um, and some of the other, but those are all um, amateur afterthoughts. I mean, yeah. And those mm -hmm. are the parts that are, you know, pitching ninja. You know, are you familiar with like the pitching ninja guy? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Like, aren't those kind of the these amateurs, or at least starting amateur, where you find places of like genuine excitement about baseball instead of the the old school, you know, Jim Cott you know, Smoltz kind of poo-pooing everything about baseball. Mm -hmm. Like that's, sure. that's what major league baseball is trouncing on. You know, that, that they should be hyping up any of the, the young, honest excitement about it. And yet um, NFL has uh, what training camp or what's the hard knocks, hard, hard knocks. knocks. Yeah. Yep. Uh, MLB should, should be doing this, produce something. Um, I don't want to stereotype too much, but like, I'll just say it this way, more casual fans or, or fans of all different kinds um, like to know who they're rooting for or what's going on in a more general yeah. way. Why would you not? Um, yeah. Baseball is, is ball on this and they have MLB network. They have, you know, they have all these tools but it's all old school, you know, play the game the right way. All, you know, all this kind of crud to appeal to 50 and 60 year old and 70 year old men. Um, you, you know what? They're going to be, have, they have lots of media and lots of opportunity to tap into that aspect of baseball. You got to find something more fun. Yeah. I feel like no other sports league in the world has fundamentally misunderstood the millennial um, psychology as baseball. That's kind of what it comes down to for me, I think. You know, people really criticize the time of the game and the intricacies of the numbers. This is the same generation that knows 250 Pokemon. Like yeah. the, the numbers, the stats, the intricacies, those are features, not bugs. Like play into yeah, them. We're willing to get into stuff if it's yeah, interesting. Exactly. Yeah. F1's got, you know, all these technical details about wing design and porpoising. It can be as deep or as shallow as you <laughs> want it. People, baseball sports fans need to be able to in host of different levels. Yeah. All right. Rant over. Thank you. So uh, much. Going back to the matching. I feel like we kind of need to know who, who she was matched with now. Oh yeah. Right. Um, I'm guessing who's the uh, Chris Bryant. 
That's my guess. Surely Chris Bryant is not on Tinder. Surely Chris Bryant just pulls, right? I mean, he's Ed's a good-looking dude. So you you're you think it's somebody uglier? Uh yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Bartolo, it's Bartolo. <laughs> it's Bartolo. Looking for that third family. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> oh uh, Alex Urban, your boy, a Urban ninety one says bigger immediate impact upon Green. Um. I mean, I think they're both going to have probably probably Riley. I mean, we've seen what the Tigers look like with, with Austin Meadows, and it's just a slightly better version of <laughs> what they've been. Um, yeah, I, I want. I think I, I feel like Riley's the kind of guy that can can really light things on fire. Not that Meadows isn't, but like there's a little something. There's a little extra oomph to Riley. Between Green Meadows and Barnes, do we have the most agricultural centric team in baseball? Do you think? We have to. How, how could it be more? Um, Meadows would probably make the bigger impact. I'll be more juiced for Green. You know, you know that. Yeah, I, I think Green's gonna be amazing. Okay, um, I think Riley needs um, to watch his back. What, what's that? I think Riley needs to watch his back, especially any games that you're heading to the to Comerica for. Just cheering, cheering on my boy. Come on. Of course. Uh, Michael Litzner at Litzner asks, what comes with more pressure, being the number one overall pick or having a baseball legacy name like Vladdy Jr. to Tatis Jr.? It's a good question. Thank you, Michael Litzner. That is an interesting question. What do you think? Uh, I feel like probably the number one pick. Like you grow up being Vladdy Jr. Like you have 18 years to kind or 20 years, whatever, to like grow into that. Uh, being a number one overall pick kind of just happens to you, and you got to figure out what to do with it after. Yeah, and some and it comes with a lot more monetary uh, issues. And some kids of like big leaguers, they don't have big expectations for the you know them, like Cody Clemens. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's easier to be Cody Clemens than it is to be Casey Mize, for instance, or Swanson. Yeah. But like, definitely, Maglio's kid didn't come with any expectations. He was picked by the Tigers like the 40th round or something like that. Sometimes they're just not that good. I mean, Leland's kid did come with all those expectations, but Hey, you shall not slander Pat Leland in my presence. I actually have a, a photo like with Pat got down at spring training, like what? 15 years ago, however long ago that was. That's a good dude, but uh, he was slow. <laughs> he was so <laughs> slow. I mean, Pat would probably come on the podcast and tell you, I was I was slow. There was a lot of jokes among his teammates about he was glacial, not fast. Some people are. Pizza Slayer at J Slot asks, uh, which current tiger is most likely to play Hoobastank in the clubhouse radio? Big Hoobastank <laughs> fan. It's got, a, a band I haven't heard in a minute. It's gotta be somebody old. It's gotta be one of the coaches like um Cool Bar or somebody like that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Fetter. I don't know. No, he's hipper than that. Come on, yeah. way hipper. All right. Uh, plus, plus, music tends to make people happy. Huh? There's not a whole lot that seems to change his demeanor. <laughs> right. He does. He always looks pissed. Like, yeah. You have the best, one of the best bullpens in baseball. You're managing to get by with broken pieces of a rotation. Smile. Uh, a host divided at JP Skronik asks, "What's the best thing you've ever eaten?" Oh, oh! There was a um. That's a tough question. Peretti's in Holland offered uh this tiramisu, and you know, food is such a subjective thing. It's so tied to like the moment you're in, your company, the vibes or whatever. But somehow, I remember this tiramisu at Peretti's just being incredible. Hmm. I like that. There was a like kind of deep dish Chicago style pizza in Miami of all places that we got. Um, It was just like the perfect combination of cheese and pepper, like, you know, the things that make up, it was just probably the best pizza I've ever had. Mm -hmm. And like, in my opinion, pizza is probably the highest of upside foods. You know what I mean? So that's probably it. I don't know if I thought about it more, I could probably come up. Oh, um, I had this fish, speaking of fish, high upside, you know, I had a fish dish at Charlie's Crab in Grand Rapids one time. It was like this wall 
like crusted pecans and, and like this sauce on it. And it was incredible. Um, though Ryan Blevins asks, are you frustrated by the Matt Manning news as frustrated by the Matt Manning news as I am? I feel like Tigers fans aren't giving enough buzz to the fact that a young player hid and tried to pitch through an arm injury. I think that happens all the time. I, I am not surprised nor particularly outraged. Um, it's kind of the culture really. Okay, yes, I'll give that to you. It happens a lot. It is the culture. But can we agree that that is incredibly, if not stupid, counter? it is certainly counterproductive for Mm -hmm. not only the organization, but probably that player too. Yeah, definitely. It's incredibly stupid. I'll say it. It's it's not smart. It's just common. Yeah. What is it? Is it machismo? Is it uh, wanting to gut it out? It's not going to help your stats. It's not going to help your performance. What is it that is attractive about underreporting your injuries? Yeah, I think it's part the machismo, but I think it's also just survival. Like I, I think there's there's got to be that thought that like even a top prospect like Manning, Manning's, like if, they're not going to cut Matt Manning to the curb. I. I, you and I know that, like, I, I don't know that it's, it's logical part of his brain. That is what is telling him that, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's, I think it's, there's a survival instinct that everyone feels like they're replaceable. Matt Manning could, you know, could, and maybe will, let's say misses the entirety of the year. Are they just going to forget about him? Like, oh, he's probably not going to have another chance. Obviously not. I mean, Franklin Perez is still kicking around and he's been nothing but a a shell. Yeah, but we DFA'd or uh, we gave him his outright release. It's not and and then brought him back. It's not exactly like. But what's the what's the difference? I mean, if the, the key is not current performance is getting yourself right. If Franklin Perez was right in pitching well. It, it doesn't matter if it takes six or 10 or 18 months. That's the important part. It's not gutting through a subpar performance just to do it. It's, that's stupid. Oh, I, I completely agree. I'm, I'm not, not arguing at all. I just think that yeah. there is a logic that runs through athletes and, and people in a lot of professions. Kind of, I mean, obviously, not all professions are as yeah. physically... Um, dominated as as professional sports but i think mentally that kind of stuff happens all the time too but i'm i'm um, i'm more in line with ryan's opinion and i'm kind of ornery than i am with yours i'm agreeing with you but i think it's dumb don't if your arm is sure hurt dumb. you're using that for your thing that you're doing like don't yeah. be hurt don't say you're not hurt when you are it's dumb that's twitter <laughs> questions we did them all thanks for contributing people uh, it's a couple of weeks in a row of doing them all. Good job, us. Yeah, we yeah, good, yeah. we we um, we're serving of the people. Definitely. Um, anything else uh, you want to get to before we um, leave the people again? Uh, it's it's starting to feel like summer. Enjoy it, people. Get outside, touch grass, as the kids say, and uh, you know, enjoy some baseball. Enjoy some Tigers baseball um, with discernment, right? There you go. There's more to life, but especially now because they kind of suck. Yeah. And if you're on the West side, go see the Whitecaps. Yeah, the Whitecaps are fun. Go to a minor league game. I'm going tomorrow night. I got good seats. Go see the Loons. I'm going tomorrow night. I got good seats. My my brother. There's no no bad seats in that that place. We sit on the lawn a lot, actually. It's really fun. But no, I've I've already gone to two Whitecaps games this year. Three, two. Uh, Tell that river rascal I say what up. You're you're never disappointed. You never go to a game and say, oh, I wish I had. They're always good. Yeah. And the nice thing is with tickets are what, like 10 bucks. Yeah, you go for six, it. seven innings. You're like, you know what? I'm probably good for the night. Mm-hmm. You leave. It, it's, it's great. Yeah. yeah. And um, I, I will say um, the, the bullpen guys um, at sh- heat or fans is yeah, little kids yapping at them a whole game. And then when the game's done, they stay around, they sign some autographs. 
Um, my son got a picture with Ty Madden the other day. Um, um, Petit signed a ball for him, uh, RJ. And the, the guy, the, the minor league guys are really generous with it. So I shout out to all the minor league guys. Good job. Yeah. If you want to get in touch with with us, you can on Instagram and Twitter. I am at hosted by Jay Hall. Eric is at Eric Wayne's brain and the show is at podcastianos. All right, everybody. Um, I guess that's about it for this week. Uh, we'll catch you guys uh, next week or the week after. <laughs> that being said, eat them up, Tigers. Eat them up. And goodbye. This has been a production of the Alpha Dog Podcast Network. Find more shows at alphadogagency.com slash podcast.